Super Talk Mississippi media production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new Gud Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. Gud Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. Good morning. Welcome in on opening day. It's finally here. Really snuck up on us. I talked about it earlier this week, and um, I wasn't too kind to baseball. I'm not going to be like that today. In fact, I'm really happy that it's happening. I am glad to see opening day. Uh, I will not, I promise you, I will not be critical of Major League Baseball on opening day. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad it's here. I'm going to watch uh, a handful of games today. I'm going to try to get into Major League Baseball, so don't worry. No crapping on baseball today, not on this show. I am Michael Borky. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part. Periscope was supposed to, uh, did go away last night, but yet I- I'm still streaming on Periscope. So I don't understand um, how that's happening. I don't know. Uh, Twitter Live is supposed to be the thing now, and this is still going through Periscope. So I don't know. Eventually, there's going to be a switch over to just Twitter Live. It shouldn't affect you at all. In fact, it should be easier for you, but it still hasn't happened yet. So anyway, uh, glad to see you, even though I thought that I wouldn't be able to this morning. I'll give you a quick rundown of the games, but then I want to talk about the more important thing today, and that is this Mike Leach, Lane Kiffin, teaching a or, or having a seminar together on April 5th on the campus of Ole Miss. Uh, I've got a lot of thoughts on that, and uh, I know a lot of people do as well. So real quick, though, while you're watching, glad to see you. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. This is streamed on YouTube as well. Just search my name right there on YouTube, Michael Borky. Hit that subscribe button, ring the notification bell, and uh, it's free to you. Um, so subscribe on YouTube. If you are listening on the podcast, it says get streamed every morning on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and, of course, YouTube. And then if you're watching on the stream and you miss one of these, it gets uploaded in podcast form every day. Not tomorrow. Taking the day off tomorrow, as is the entire company. Um, this gets uploaded in podcast form. Mike in the morning on iTunes, Michael Borky, will also turn up a search in Spotify and uh, subscribe and leave a rating and a review. Now that all of that is out of the way, real quick rundown of the Major League Baseball games just because it's opening day, and I'm I'm glad to see it. I'm glad that we're here. Every time a new sports league starts their season, I get really excited after what happened last year. So here's Major League Baseball. In some places, you're going to have fans in the stands. In, in Texas, you're going to have full stadiums. So um, it's going to feel a little bit more normal than it did last year and starting on an appropriate day. Um unlike last year as well. So you got Blue Jays, Yankees. That'll get us started today on ESPN. That's uh, right after noon. So 12.05 Blue Jays, Yankees. You got uh, Cleveland and Detroit after that. All the So ESPN is only airing three games, four games today. Uh, so the noon game on ESPN is Blue Jays, Yankees. Then you've got uh, Braves, Phillies on ESPN Plus if you have it at two. Uh, Dodgers, Rockies at 310 on ESPN. Uh, Mets Nationals. Mets got a 
big signing last night. That's at 6 o'clock. And then the nightcap, 9.07 Astros and Athletics. Every other game today, uh, Cleveland-Detroit. Baltimore-Boston was postponed today. I think that's a weather thing. They're getting rain and stuff like that, and it's really cold there. Uh, Minnesota-Milwaukee. Yeah, Pittsburgh-Chicago, the Cubs version. Like I said, Braves-Phillies, that's at 2 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Arizona-San Diego at 3. You've got uh, St. Louis and Cincinnati. Snow on the ground in Cincinnati. Snow on the ground in Cincinnati for opening day. And that game starts at 3 o'clock. Tampa Bay-Miami at Lone Depot Park. That's the new name. It's not Marlins Park anymore. It is Lone Depot Park. And uh, Tampa will be there in Miami. Uh, The Rangers are at the Royals today. The White Sox are at the Angels. The Astros are at the A's. Uh, Well, that's the ESPN game, like I said. And San Francisco, Seattle is your nightcap. That is your slate of Major League Baseball games today. But that's uh, – I'll talk about baseball later. I know I see you're excited about it. Uh, Opening day with a bunch of exclamation points. I'm with you. Wayne uh, says good morning. Good morning to you, Wayne. But I want to talk about this right here, actually. This is really – what I want to talk to you guys about today. Um, this right here. And if you're listening on stream, I, I'm all of you have seen this by now, but Mike Leach yesterday tweeted a graphic. You see uh, the stadium in the background, and it's Lane Kiffin masked up, Mike Leach masked up. I assume this is a real picture from the Egg Bowl. Uh, them doing the little fist pound thing. And in big letters, it says, let's discuss topic using a law degree in a non-legal career. I believe Mike Leach does have a law degree. Um, And on one side, it says Lane Kiffin moderator, Mike Leach featured speaker. Private lecture with the University of Mississippi Law School on April 5th, 2021. For more information, there's an email address. Um, It's stuart.rutledge at rosedalecorporation.com. If you want to email um for information but this is um this is something isn't it and it's not lost on me at all it is not lost on me that today is april 1st although this was announced yesterday and they do have a date and they do have a venue so but it's it's not lost on me that mike leach and lane kiffin are guys that like to have fun especially on the internet and this is possibly an April Fool's joke. I guess it could be. Again, it was a day early, so I don't think so. But it's not lost on me that today is, in fact, April 1st. But if, if it is, in fact, real, which I think it is, I, don't, I can't imagine why it wouldn't be, it doesn't surprise me uh, in the least bit. These are two guys, I mean, look, a lot of Mississippi State fans after the Egg Bowl did the whole, well, clearly Lane Kiffin cares about Mississippi. No, he doesn't. What he cares about is winning games and building his program and getting recruits. And it, so whatever thought you had about the hats that he wore at the Egg Bowl and stuff like that, that gets kind of lost when when they do stuff like this. In reality, this is what Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin are, what they think about each other. This is the reality, not what you thought the Egg Bowl was this past year. Um, Somebody says, it's very real. A friend of mine at Ole Miss Law tweeted about signing up for it. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) They need to stream that, seriously. I mean, sell pay-per-view. People would pay for it. I I swear they would. We had Mike Leach on the radio show yesterday, 
And uh, we got him talking about his time visiting Cuba. I mean, it's, he's th- these two guys are just an electric factory for two different reasons. Um, Leach is a lot more interesting than Kiffin, like when you get him going. Kiffin is more like witty and full of one-liners and, and edgy and stuff like that. They're the, the most fascinating pair of coaches in college football. But um, this is re- this is what they really are. They they don't hate each other. Uh, you'll never get them to. It doesn't matter where they coach. Um, they seem to have great admiration for each other. They speak to each other kindly. They they joke about each other. I mean, they're buddies. That's what it feels like. It feels like they're buddies. So this isn't surprising at all. And um, what is a little surprising to me, if we're being honest, is the reception that this has received. I, I have... I mean, I looked everywhere. I looked at, at message boards, the ones at least that I have access to. I don't really get to see the pay boards. Um, the, the message boards largely were cool with it. Twitter was largely cool with it. Everybody I talked to was like, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, what a refreshing change uh, between now and then just a few years ago. I mean, it, it's a conversation that's been had so, so often. But I don't know about you guys. I like this way better. I, I like this so much better than the the school up north thing, the jabs, the NCAA stuff. The I mean, you can call it hate if you want. Um, I like this way better. This is far more interesting. This is more fun. This is less uh, mentally taxing. It's more interesting. It keeps things in perspective. I, I don't know. This when I saw this, I got really excited because one, I, I, the people that are going to be there are, are just in for a treat, um, because these are just two really interesting people. Um, but but I think more importantly, this is um, what we needed around here. This kind of stuff, where the two football coaches are getting together and people want to pay-per-view it if they could because the conversation would be funny and engaging and not they're going to be at each other's throats. Um, the reception's largely been good, and I love to see it. Um, the, the, the rivalry, the Egg Bowl, mostly people and fans, I, I think they needed this. And I am constantly told, by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this uh, I- Kind of, I reference it a good bit, but I didn't grow up in Mississippi. Uh, my first time ever being in the state was on my college visit, and that was 11 years ago. But I've lived in the state ever since. I've been here over a decade now. I can't tell you the number of people, even a coworker, colleague, that has told me that what I think about the Egg Bowl, it, I just don't get it. That because I'm not from here, even though I've lived here for over a decade, that I just I, I don't get it when I say things like we put too much emphasis on it, that we spend too much time and real energy, that the the hatred side of it is abnormal. Um, the emphasis that we put on it is abnormal. Um, I, I get told I, I just don't get it. Well, I, I lived in a state where there was an identical rivalry to the Egg Bowl. Not in the same conference, but two major schools playing major college football in the same state, neither of which had very much success in its past. I I lived it myself. I've seen it. I've been to Ohio State-Michigan games. I mean, I've been to North Carolina-Duke games in football. I know. 
the the basketball game is far more electric than that. But I, I've been to rivalries everywhere. I've been to an Iron Bowl. I, I've seen it all, and I've lived in this state for ten years or eleven years. I think I've got pretty good perspective on what the issue was here and what it's becoming now. And I think this is significantly better. I think we needed it. I think everybody, not everybody, a lot of people needed a reality check when it came to this game, the coaches, how things should be handled, how people should talk about it, how people should talk to each other. Uh, It got really, um, what's the best word to describe it? It got really pathetic uh, there for a while. Um, And there's still an element to it to, to some degree, but... It got pathetic. The The obsession over one football game, the amount of emphasis that people put on one football game to the point where they were um, mistreating people. Ah, that's not the best way to describe it, but it, this game, the discourse around it, the dialogue around it, the energy, the aura around it is significantly better. Um, it was the laughing stock of college football for years, for a few years. The, the Hugh Freeze Mullen thing, this game was the lacking laughing stock of college football. People made fun of it. They wanted the egg bowl to be on Thursday night so we could eat Thanksgiving and watch this these two programs that hate each other get in fights and act like clowns on the field. I mean, I mean that's what people tuned it in for. It was a side show. It was a WWE show. Um, people didn't really care about the game, just like they don't really care about the wrestling because it's fake. They just wanted to see people at each other's throats, and I, I think that's unhealthy. I have often thought that uh, one side or the other at different times has put too much emphasis on this game where, well, the season's not that bad as long as we beat Ole Miss, stuff like that. So this is just another step in that direction where we are getting away from putting all of our eggs in the uh, the proverbial basket of the Egg Bowl, where there's more important things than it. Um, not applying so much vitriol with it. I love this. I think this is better. I think this is healthier. It's better for the state. Um, we needed a step back and a calm down. And uh, these two guys provided just that. And now they're teaching seminars together. I think this is awesome. The SEC Network should find a way to air it. I mean, it'd be it'd draw better ratings than whatever the hell they'd put on on April 5th anyway. It doesn't have a time. What day? Is April 5th a... Uh, it's a Monday. Yeah, there's no shot that the SEC Network would air anything better on a Monday, Monday, April the 5th, than... This lecture right here. I mean, you could sell $5 pay-per-views and make thousands of dollars off of this thing. People would want to see it. I love this. And uh, what I love most about it, as I have seen very little, if any, negative reaction to it. I mean, I'm scrolling through the the mentions of Mike Leach's tweet right now, and everybody's like, Oh my God, I want to see this. Wait, this is awesome. I love it. It should be on pay-per-view. Please tell me where I can see this. Where can I get my hands on these tickets? Stuff like that. I mean, it's it's everybody. It's Ole Miss fans. It's state fans. People want to see their two coaches interact. If, flashback to a few years ago, and if the two coaches were in a room privately, they would have probably thrown hands. It's a different world, and it's one that uh, that I like very much. So, 
Uh, we shall see. We've also got baseball tonight, by the way. So it's opening day today, and everybody loves opening day, but we've got baseball tonight, more meaningful baseball here in the state of Mississippi, I think. Uh, we've got uh, Ole Miss in Florida, and Florida's doing something weird with their rotation. They are either A, covering up for a COVID issue, or B, Florida has decided to have their two, their first two starters come out of the pen. I mean, I, I know it's uh, the Rays do that sometimes, I guess. They, they um, oh gosh, what do they call them? I don't remember what they call them. Uh, yeah, I thought Scope was done too, but apparently it's not. Um, anyway, Florida's doing it, this weird mix-up with their rotation where bullpen pieces are going to start the game. Um, I My first thought was COVID and that they're just they're saying these are the starters because that's all they've done is these guys are starting and everybody else has just speculated after that. Um, so I, I guess it's possible that they're just – mixing things up after a bad weekend against South Carolina. That is entirely possible. But my first thought was they have a COVID issue and a couple of pitchers can't go today. I don't know. But uh, that's something weird uh, with Florida today is they're not starting a starter. They're starting a bullpen piece today and tomorrow. That is uh, That's something. Very interesting series in Gainesville. A very important series coming up in Starkville. Mississippi State, after getting swept by Arkansas, uh, welcomes in a, a Kentucky team that, you know, they're 5-1 and one in the SEC, but they have wins over Missouri and Auburn, who is now 0-6 in the league. So they, there might be a little fool's gold associated with Kentucky, but, man, what an important series for Mississippi State. Um, this is what I was talking about on Monday. It, it is – it's the difference between last weekend just being a blip, being a that's baseball kind of weekend where, look, you know, we played like crap, didn't work out. Arkansas is really good. We didn't pitch it well. We didn't field it well. Let's move on. We're still a good team. And this being what they really are. Uh, I had a Mississippi State fan ask me if the team got exposed last weekend. Well, I think we're about to find out. I think you can only answer that question after this weekend. This is a bounce-back, prove-it weekend for Mississippi State and um, three really important games to get them back on schedule. Uh, at home, which helps, against Kentucky. They can bounce back, and Kentucky's pretty good. I mean, like I said on Monday, looking at the season before it began, you looked at, well, a trip to Baton Rouge, that's not that's not easy. That's not fun. Not at all. Uh, that stinks. Um, and then you get Arkansas. They're at home, but Arkansas is going to be a top five team, really good. And then you get a break with Kentucky. I mean, that was the, the talking point was two tough games. You get a break with Kentucky. Not so much a break anymore. Big series for Mississippi State this weekend. Um, not going to do one of these tomorrow. The company has the day off, and I'm going to take advantage of that. Um, so... I'll have a full recap to all three games, which will be nice uh, on the Sunday show. So be on the lookout uh, for that. Last thing, I have some thoughts on uh, on Tiger Woods. So uh, you may have seen the story yesterday, broke yesterday afternoon, that uh, investigators have finished their investigation over his crash. They have found the cause. They have determined what caused the accident, but they will not reveal it, citing privacy concerns. So reading from ESPN, 
The L.A. County Sheriff says detectives have determined what caused Tiger Woods to crash his SUV last month in California, but would not release the details on Wednesday, citing unspecified privacy concerns for the golf star. Sheriff Alex Villanueva told the AP during a live social media event that a cause has been determined. The, the investigation has concluded, but claimed that investigators needed permission from Woods, who previously has named his yacht Privacy, to release information about the crash. Late Wednesday, uh, the Sheriff's Department attempted to clarify its position, saying in a statement on Twitter that the release of the accident report is governed under California Vehicle Code uh, 20,012. When we are able, we intend to release the information learned during the traffic collision investigation involving Tiger Woods. Um, so here's the thing. I've seen a lot of reaction to it. Um, I, I even read a column last night um, describing it as weird and uh, they shouldn't keep it secret and stuff like that. And the public wouldn't get that same treatment. So why should he? I've seen a lot of that reaction as well. I even heard from a friend yesterday that was like, uh, if, if you if you got in an accident, he was specifically referencing me because technically, although nobody really cares about who I am, I'm a nobody, but technically I'm sort of a public figure. So if I did get in an accident, it might be possibly newsworthy, even though, again, that was his line of thinking. Nobody knows who I am around here. Um he said, well, you wouldn't be subject to that same courtesy. And maybe I wouldn't be. Maybe if you or I got in an accident and we ran off the road and police determined to cause that it would be public information and it would be on the 10 o'clock news tonight. But instead of saying that the public needs to know about Tiger's accident, shouldn't we say that the public, if that were to happen to us, we should be subject to that same courtesy. Instead of bringing him down to what would happen to us, shouldn't we say that's actually really nice? If it's not a criminal action, he deserves his privacy, and so should we. I just I don't like that line of thinking because unless it is criminal, and it doesn't sound criminal because wouldn't they have announced charges or something like that when they say we're going to ask for his permission to release it? That doesn't sound criminal to me. So if it's not a criminal action, why do I need to know? Why do you need to know? I think it gets to a point where, yes, he's a public figure. He's one of the more recognizable athletes in the world. But doesn't he, isn't he human at the end of the day? And shouldn't he be subject to some kind of privacy? I think he is due that. If he didn't commit a crime, if it was an accident, if he was... FaceTiming one of his kids or on the, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but if he's not being charged with a crime, then I don't need to know why he got in an accident. And the public, I don't think needs to know either. I think as a human, he should be allowed to recover from his leg being shattered in multiple places with a little bit of privacy and dignity left. That's just me. Um, I, I just saw some of that yesterday. Well, if it if it was a regular person, the police would release that. Maybe so. But I think we could use this as precedent instead of something else. Uh, I don't need to know, and I don't think the public needs to know. I think athletes and celebrities should be given some level of privacy, even if they're public people. And if it was just an accident and they found the cause and he's not being charged with a crime, it's not criminal, nobody else was hurt, just him, his career's probably over. 
Uh, I mean, it's going to be months before he can walk again. I, I don't think, I don't think I need to know. It's none of my business. But uh, but that's just me. So anyway, uh, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin teaching a class together. They just you love to see it. Um, the 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 rivalry and the energy around here needed guys like this, and uh, the reaction to it tells me exactly why we needed uh, guys like this around because uh, it's largely been really positive and um, there's no way it would have been received like that years ago. So I like it. I wish I could watch uh, those of you that get to, to watch or know somebody that gets to watch. Uh, please record it somehow. Cause I'd love to see it, but y'all enjoy your weekend again. Uh, I will be off tomorrow. I won't be doing one of these. We also will not be doing a radio, a live radio show tomorrow. Uh, Good Friday is a company holiday. So they are giving us all the day off, and I'm going to observe Good Friday by playing golf tomorrow morning. So y'all have a good weekend. Enjoy your baseball tonight. Uh, I will be doing uh, reactions to the Ole Miss game games. Uh, of course, we have somebody else that does the Mississippi State ones. I wish I could do both, but that's, that's quite all right. Uh, anyway, y'all enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you on Sunday for a full recap of the baseball games, and then, of course, right back here on Monday. Y'all have a good one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.